Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the King Kason Podcast. Today is August the 8th, 2020. Today's topic is don't send your kids to school. You know, um, lately it's been crazy, so I apologize. I haven't been doing my podcast, you know, especially during this coronavirus season. You know, I've been doing overtime at work, but, um, Don't send your kids to school. Please do some research. You know, find out how many children died from coronavirus. Uh, I think that's a real serious topic right there. You know, um, especially when you're talking about your child. No one loves your child more than you, other than God. You know, and um, you can't base your decision on your child's life by sending your child to school based off of something someone said when they're not going to pay a, uh, they're not going to be the one paying, planning for the funeral and they're not going to be the ones you know trying to nurse your child back to health you know um, I understand for the parents that been home underneath their children for almost three to four months so they feel like they're tired and they need to get some space but out of the love for your child, for the love of your child, you don't want to just throw them away just because of the fact that you're getting tired of them. You know, um, their immune system is just as important as yours. You know, and if you think that sending them to school and they can't get the coronavirus, you're wrong. And if they get it, and their immune system is strong enough, but they come home to you. They might do survive, but you might not. And then you have teachers who are going to come to work, and they might not even know that they have it. Remember, this is a silent, this is a silent but deadly virus. So please do keep that in mind. You know, um, it's so easy to go based off of someone else's judgment, but no one knows your child more than you. And I know my children. I know my children cannot sit around with a mask on. I can barely walk around with a mask on. I mean, it. I can. It's hard for me to breathe through the mask sometimes. But I walk with it out of respect because I know that it's it's the proper thing to do, and it's helping everybody else feel comfortable. And including me, I feel comfortable when I see other people with masks too. But we're talking about children. So, regardless of what we want our children to do, when we're not around, children do what they want to do. So, we might want them to follow instructions and stay six feet apart from their classmates. But they're going to have this burst of energy. They haven't seen their classmates in so long. They're going to want to communicate and touch and play around and, you know, and and do crazy things that children do, you know, and wear masks and throw them off and play with the masks and everything, you know, these are kids. Got to let children be children. And the only way they can be children really right now in today's society with this coronavirus is at home. You know, if you can have your child at home and they can do correspond classes or I should say online classes with an online school 
that's perfect. I think you should do that. You know, and I believe that the government should help sponsor that. I think that the funding that they're trying to give out to the schools should go towards the school and also go towards some of the adults. The adults that have to stay home forcefully because of the fact that they have no babysitters or no daycare centers to, to watch their children. Um, this is all around a must-up effect. And I think that the more and more that we look at this situation as if it's not going to affect us, that's when it hits close to home more. You know, um, keeping everybody home with their family safe at home and only being able to allow one person out of the house to go shopping will keep this virus down. I mean, people don't understand that this thing is deadly until they actually encounter it and then they wish that they never encountered it at all. I mean, look at, do the research. Look at on the, on the internet and you can see so many situations where a person swore that they didn't have to deal with the coronavirus and that it wasn't going to affect them in some sort of way affected them or their loved one and they regretted that they even had to tangle with that situation and I think that we need to sit back we need to actually look at the person that is allowing or the person that's a head of the United States saying it's okay to let our children go to school same person that's saying it's okay for us to go back to work but if you get sick and it's because you went to work he wants a policy where though it stops you from being able to defend yourself or provide for your family through protecting the job by you not being able to I guess sue or any restaurant that don't prepare, you know, properly uh, procedures that they're supposed to do, or the same thing with a job. You know, you they're saying that you're whole, you're held responsible for what you do, but they're forcing you to do the same way they're saying that you're probably being held responsible for not having a job, but they're forced they force America not to have a job, majority of Americans not to have a job because they shut down the whole United States, and that's lowered people from being able to get their their checks and you know the funding that they gave let's really look at it the funding that they gave in March to go towards the PPP or towards the jobs that are supposed to keep their employees majority of them jobs they laid off their employees because they still didn't have enough money or majority of the money that they did give out went to some of the high in demand or the person in charge of the United States friends. A lot of his friends got money. You know, got some of the loans or the grants, I should say, that don't have to be paid back. This is a real scary situation. A real scary situation. And if you don't think about yourself, think about your children. You know, think about your kids. I don't think you should send your kids back into society, you know, and then throw them and dump them off 
you know, and think that, oh, they're going to be okay because they got to come back home to you, you know. I really think that we need to really reconsider a lot of stuff. You know, we really do. Um, I'm just really upset. You know, I'm really upset with the Republicans and the Democrats because um, they waited to the last minute to sit down at the table. Well, really, I heard it was the Republicans. They, I pick no sides because I'm not a part of... I try not to get no political views at all because I, I, I try to deal with people based off of what they do, not what they, what party they, they from, or what part, you know, what, what, what part they claim that they, they're for, uh, I don't get into all that, because I believe that, really, we shouldn't be paying them to help us, well, we should be able to help ourselves, I think that a lot of these laws that we pass are not to help us. Is to go against us, like uh, the very law that they, the very bill that they could have passed to help us, didn't help us at all. Think about it. The first stimulus check that they gave us, which is April going, to, was twelve hundred, and they said to every additional pendant that you had, twelve hundred. My thing about this is. The part that makes me really upset is the fact that they gave twelve hundred when people's rent and mortgages is way beyond that. Some people's mortgages and rent is way beyond that, and not even including utilities. Then we talk about food. You know, uh, they say that you make too much for food stamps, but when in situations like this, you can't even get that. And then when people who can apply for unemployment, they try to apply for it. They got to wait weeks just to actually get confirmed that they can get it. Or when they finally do get it, it's, it's like weeks later, you know. And yes, they got that additional 600. But the point that people don't get is that these people are still struggling. They're still waiting to see how things is going to come about after all this is done with especially the ones that don't they don't have a job we're not talking about people who have a job and they got money coming to them every month from the government we're talking about a person who is struggling who don't know where their next meal is coming from so they scratching up every dime that they get and they saving it and they're trying to provide for their children and their families and this is wrong when you have other places around the world taking care of their people, giving them siblings, monthly siblings, to take care of their families so they don't have to go out in the public and, and catch this virus that's deadly. And it's a shame because there's no way to detect that you have it once you catch it until the symptoms start coming in heavy. It's a shame. I really think that we need to really restructure our process of how we deal with situations like this. Because this is crazy. 
you know, whenever there's a tornado or catastrophic um, situation happens where the weather destroys something, we have something called FEMA. Whereas though they give you money to take care of the person whose home is destroyed. This is a, a, a tragedy right here. This is people who, who families got destroyed and split up. And, you know, so much stuff that happened during this coronavirus season. And I say season because Dr. Fauci says that this is not done. The worst hasn't even happened yet. The worst hasn't even happened yet. And we're expecting it to be worse come around next corona season. Which will be either in the fall or early spring. This is crazy. This is crazy. I really think that we need to really think about this. I think America is still stuck on the way we used to do things last year. The way we did things last year and how we thought the process, throw that away. Last year, you could think about you being rich and your neighbor being poor and just think about it as, well, you know, it is what it is. You can't think of like that now when the situations where so. We all look bad. No matter what. We all looked bad back then. As in last year. When we didn't help each other. But now. We look real terrible when we ain't helping each other. You got this person who's rich. Looking down on another person that's poor. And is must up. Because we're next door neighbors. In this situation. Republicans and Democrats. They're partners. And, and, and if you take away. Their political field. Or what they view. Or their political views, they're human. And the human part, the humanity part of a person, you would think they would look at a situation and be like, 1200 is not enough for a person who's been waiting for a stimulus check for two months, going on three months to take care of their bills that's back balanced of all. And you have relative, you have basically you have landlords ready to throw out their tenants because they can't pay. Then you have landlords who's about to go into foreclosure because they can't pay their mortgage. It's so much situations where there's a ripple effect that goes down. And I think we're not getting the picture. I would like to see how five months will be. How terrible five months is gonna be if Things don't get done right. I keep hearing the same old story that, oh well, we want to have to pay this all back later on. It won't be no later on. If you don't cut these checks and give to these people who are needing it in desperate need, families are going to be out on the street. They're going to be homeless. Crime rate is going to go up. Because people do what they got to do for their families to survive by any means. And do you think someone's going to sit there and allow their baby to cry in hunger when they've been asking nicely for a plate? And that's all America's been asking for. And I see it going crazy. I see it going. I, I see it going crazy. I have to be honest. 
it's about to get real ugly. And it's a shame because America is supposed to base America is supposed to uh, base their their views from the Bible, from what I understand. And we are supposed to love our neighbor. And if you think about it from a business perspective, when you're about to buy a home, you're looking at the neighbors, how they keep their neighbor house kept up or how they keep the whole community up. Is the crime rate up in the community? Is it a bad community? Because if it's bad, then it lowers the value of the place that you're about to purchase. So, rich people want to be rich and keep the poor poor. That don't apply no more. And the only way you can make America rich is if we make Americans rich. And if we stop trying to make everybody believe that we always in debt. We need to start living and cutting them checks for the people who are now here. You can't think about tomorrow when it's not here. You're worrying about cutting checks, spending money that's not yours, and giving it to these people who need it. That's not cool to be stopping people from getting the finance that they need to survive for their for their families and their friends. You know, think about how many businesses is closing down because they can't afford none of the, the property that they be renting, and none of the, the 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 merchandise that they were buying to to uh, put on the store uh, shelves. It's a shame. It's really a shame. The way things was ran yesterday is not going to be ran no more. So, our best thing is to keep God first and pray. And may God bless us all. Peace.